When you hear the word identity, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Is it something that we inherit or is it something that we discover for ourselves? Is it stagnant or does it change over time? Well, on this week's episode, we're going to dive deeper into what identity is and how it shapes our lives with some help from an anime movie called Black Fox. Hey, what's going on guys? My name is Nate and you're listening to the Otaku Liberation, a show where we help you break free from the chains that are holding you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles with themes from your favorite anime. And now this week, we're doing something a little bit different because it's not a series with an actual an anime movie. Um, I figure every once in a while I'll throw an episode like this in because, you know, there's more than just series out there, right? There's a lot of different, um, you know, anime and some manga that haven't been animated yet that we can still learn from so uh hope you guys enjoy this special one so without further ado let's get into it so this week's bible verse that i want to tie into it is kind of to the whole premise of identity is uh second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 and it states therefore if anyone is in christ he is a new creation the old has passed away and see the new has come. And essentially what it's saying is, you know, anyone who's in Christ, whatever you've done before, your previous, your previous identity, your previous life, so to speak, is over and done with. And you, you can begin anew. You can essentially start over. And, and the way that that ties into is how we view ourselves and how we are conducting our own lives is that you know you may think you're stuck you have to be stuck in a certain way because that's all you know all you have known or all that you think you ever will know and something happens in your life where either a you decide to change on your own or something happens where that makes you makes you change you know for good or for, for good or for bad and that's, that's kind of the beauty of our lives as us as people right because we're not like normal animals out there who are essentially slaves to their instincts we can change over time we can grow you know people have different preferences as they get older you know different even down to our taste buds because i think it's like what every seven years or something like that our taste buds change and you know just just think about that something that you don't even have to think about can change that really that often and the same thing can be said for you right what you know or what you thought you knew doesn't have to be the same that you know going forward and i really believe that this this was a main premise i at least i picked up in the movie black fox and so of course what is this movie right uh, so black fox premiered in back in 2019 and uh, honestly i had never heard of it before so i saw it on, on crunchyroll and it kind of popped up and it's about a young girl who's a descendant of ninjas who is living in her old family home or a clan home, I should say, where she's being trained by her grandfather because he hopes that she'll take over as the as the uh, head of the clan. Right. Yeah, but after a, a tragic attack on her family, uh, the main character, her, whose name is Rika, she has to go on her quest for, for revenge after, you know, her family was double-crossed and things like that. So I'm not going to try not to spoil the movie too, too much for you guys, but that's kind of the background for it. And 
what I'm going to do for this episode, I'm going to break down three of the characters who had some type of identity crisis, more or less, throughout the movie. Uh, the first one being the main character herself, Rika. Uh, the second one being the main antagonist named Lauren, and then the third being Lauren's daughter Mia. So I'm gonna start off with with Rika, and because again, you since we spend the most time with her, we actually see her growth the most out of all three. And first, I want to begin with her her father. Her father's name is Alan. So, like I said before, Rika's descended from a clan of ninjas, like straight up actual ninjas, like you see in the in the in the flicks with you no know, the the throwing stars, smoke bombs, all all that fun stuff. And and again, her grandfather is training her to be the next clan head because her her father, her grandfather's son, Alan, decided he didn't want to be a ninja anymore. He doesn't he doesn't want to live that life. Alan is instead a, a scientist, a very, very good one at that, who's developed all types of different technologies that just help people progress, uh, one of which is, are some androids that he designed to help people and be companions to to humans and it just helped with different different aspects of life um now alan and his father his father's name is uh, huey i believe at least i'm totally i'm saying that right now they they i guess they've come to terms with the way alan wants to live his life right because again he's from he's from the same clan of, of ninjas but he decided nope i don't want to do that anymore because i don't want to kill people i actually want to help people and there's i'm not gonna say animosity because there wasn't really any animosity between the two but it was you could tell the grandfather would rather him be the head of the clan but he seems to respect his decision on going off on his own doing his own thing and both of them want that for for rika you know Again, Huey wants Rika to be the next head of the clan, and Alan just wants her to to do whatever she wants to do, right? And for Rika, she wants to follow in her father's footsteps and being a scientist. I mean, she even applied to the same college that he he went to, and that I guess her seeing her dad's creations and just how much really how much joy he gets out of it, it really stuck with her for the longest time, and she I guess she wants to just be like her dad. But in that same vein, she also enjoys being a ninja like her grandfather. She enjoys the essentially, honestly, the thrill, the thrill of it, and she she strives to live up to the expectations of of both of them. Right, those are her two most important people in her life, and honestly, unbeknownst to her, she's kind of put that that pressure on herself of trying to live up to their expectations, which again, they didn't place they didn't put those expectations on her. She put it on herself, and I can speak from personal experience that it, it, it's the expectations you put on yourself, or at least the ones that you think other people are putting on you, or some of the heaviest ones to put that you feel just so tied down, so beat down, honestly. And you could honestly find find yourself in a position where you think that you're you're never good enough, that you're always falling short, that you're you know x y and z whatever it may be and it could i mean honestly it's all just in your own head and i know i know for me personally it was just always striving to be the best child that i could be for my parents um because you know when i was younger i saw how my older sibling was and it was it was a difficult time to say the least um for them I mean, again, they never take it out on me or anything like that by any means. But just for me seeing that 
and me wanting to just make them proud you know like any kid i'm sure you we all want to make our parents proud but it was for me it was to the point where i was afraid to make mistakes I mean, even just like normal mistakes kids make all the time, you know, whether it's in school, with, you know, other kids, the extracurriculars, whatever the case may be. And it was that fear of failure, which eventually led into my identity of trying to be a perfectionist of, to myself, you know, and just judging myself really, really harshly. And like if I didn't execute something the exact way that I thought that I planned it out, then I would just just beat just beat myself, you know, not not physically, calm down, but but mentally and just kind of really put myself through the ringer. And, you know, I did that for years, just, you know, just did it for years. And again, they never did anything, you know, to put that idea on me. So it's not it's not anyone. It was it was all me. And, you know, I, I know there's other people out there who are like that, whether it's a, it's a parent, it's an older sibling, it's a guardian, it's a mentor, or I mean, it could even just be yourself. But when you have this, this type of, this mindset, this frame, this identity of, I have to be perfect, I have to be perfect. And you're setting yourself up for failure right from the get go, because none of us are perfect. No one on this earth outside of Jesus himself <laughs> is perfect we all have our flaws we all have our shortcomings some that we may know others that we may discover later later down the road just living life but it takes it takes self-awareness to be aware of those things and to say and to say it's okay um, that's the best thing you can say to yourself and to anyone is that it's okay it's okay not to be perfect it's okay to fail actually I encourage you to fail that way you can learn from it and get better at it the next time that's how we grow and for a long time, it 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 was it was a big struggle for me to come to terms with that, and to realize it's okay to make mistakes. No one's gonna you know bite your bite your head off, right? You know, as long as you learn from it, I mean, really learn, sit down, and take a beat and say, okay, why didn't this work? Why why didn't it work as well as you wanted it to? What are some things we could change, if anything at all? And then you just kind of really just kind of sit and reflect about it. And and no one else has to know. You just say this is just your time, your your self reflection time, and it's really I want to hammer home that you don't have to be like that. You don't have to be the same. You don't have to be this quasi perfectionist of yourself, right? Because I mean, honestly, we're our own worst critics. We're our own <laughs> we're our own worst enemy. I know it's cliche. We say it all the time, but it's. It's the truth because our minds are powerful, powerful things. And what we decide to think about and focus on is what's going to happen. And it, it's, it's really when you take that time to reflect and think about it, that's where the, the mindset shift can start to happen. Where you go from being, you know, man, I got to execute it like this or else this is going to happen or else they're going to be mad at me or they're disappointed in me, this, that, and the third, to... Okay, I wanted this to happen. It didn't quite happen the way I wanted to. What can I do to change, if anything? And if not, okay, be be cool with it, and we're going to move on to the next thing. Because you can't get that time back. You can't go back in time. And that's just, you know, we're not Thanos with the time with the time stone, right? So we, got, we have to move forward. And honestly, that's what Rika did uh, later on in the movie towards the end. When she 
she reflected back on her upbringing with her grandfather and her father the two essentially the two sides of who she felt who she was the whole time she was she was trying to figure out which one to be one or the other but she came to the reality that you know that she's a combination of both she's you know her father's child and she's her grandfather's grandchild right who both loved and cared for cared for her since the beginning and neither one of them would be disappointed in the way and whatever she decided to do you know they 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 just want her to live her life and to live the best version of her life that she possibly can and when she realized that and, and accepted it because that's those are two two different steps right it's one thing to realize it and to hear it and understand it but it's another thing to actually accept it and apply it and and when she came to that realization, she was able to apply it to her own life. You know, I'm I'm at the point now where I'm applying it that that mindset to understand all aspects of myself in my life. Before I understood it, I understood the different hats that I wore. You know, the son, the brother, the student, the employee. Uh, at one point, you know, like the the manager, the teammate, things like that. All the different hats that we may wear, you it, it can easy you can easily segment them. Where you feel like you have to be one at a time, but you got to realize that you know those are all just different aspects of who you are, and you're doing yourself a disservice by not acknowledging them and not accepting them for what they are. So, by by not segmenting them, by realizing okay, these are all just different aspects of me. How can I, you know, how can I mix and match, right? I can I can mix mix and match them and kind of bring them all into the same your authentic self. Because that that is where your peace will be. That's where your happiness will be. I mean, that's that's your identity. That's who you were called to be. You weren't just called to be someone's husband. You weren't just called to be someone's wife, someone's sister, someone's brother. You know, the list goes on. You were called to be who you are. You know, first name, last name. You know, first name, middle name, last name. Whatever you you know, apply it to yourself. But because you are a unique individual, no one else is the same no one else will ever be the same i mean even if even if you're like if you're twins triplets you know from a multiple birth you're still you no one else is you no one else will ever be you you're one of a kind and i think the sooner we begin to accept that the sooner we can you know move forward in our own purpose and in our life and just just be happier just be at peace you know and not trying to compare ourselves to other people and not being so harsh on ourselves when we don't live up to other people's expectations or what we believe other people's expectations are to be. But when we understand who we are, which is a culmination of a lot of different, you know, a lot of different titles from our upbringing and things like that. Once we culminate all that together and realize who we are at, at our core, then, you know, psh, life is just life is golden at that point. I truly believe that. I mean, you're still going to have some hardships and some difficulties but the peace that will come with that is you know nothing to nothing to laugh at so and that's that's what rika got Rika got the got at the end she reconciled with herself and found that peace and that ultimately gave her the strength to continue fighting and you know go on to beat the bad guy right who speaking of is the next character we're talking about and his name is lauren so lauren was a scientist who who actually worked with rika's dad back uh, back when they were still colleagues and lauren's identity that he got just so misconstrued with was jealousy 
he was jealous and envious of Alan because of his success in Alan's genius. Um, because again, Alan was, was well-known, well-renowned, you know, with not just in the scientific community, but actually out in the public eye as well for his inventions and different things like that. And Lauren felt like, you know, he, he felt like he, he, him being Lauren, Lauren felt like he deserved Alan's success instead of Alan. He deserved, he felt like he deserved to be where he's at. And it's the, that jealousy just blinded him to his own brilliance. I mean, cause he was, he was a super smart dude. Some things he invented were just as good as Alan's in all honesty, but because he didn't get the fame and recognition that Alan got, he felt, he felt bitter and jealous towards him and that led to him becoming obsessed with Alan's work so obsessed that he again yeah, envy and jealousy are some of the most ruthless things that we can ever experience as humans but Lauren became so obsessed with Alan's success that he essentially orchestrated the death of Alan and his father uh, Huey uh, which started this whole started this whole series started this whole um chain of events in the movie and not only that it led to lauren exploiting his own daughter for her her special ability because his daughter was a is a is a psychic you know she's a telekinetic and so he used used her as part of his experimentations to basically make her a living weapon for his own goals or his own end results and you know and he was so blinded he and he was just so blinded that no not even his own daughter recognized him as her father anymore that he was just this mindless thing right? i mean he even went so far as to experiment on himself to give himself similar abilities to his daughter just to prove that he was better than alan keep in mind who's dead now alan alan is dead at this point but lauren just has to prove that he's the superior quote-unquote scientist and that you know all the fame and glory is going to be his even though he just destroyed like half a city block to prove it and and, and if we're not careful we can get so wrapped up into what other people are doing into what other people's blessings are looking like that we a forget we just forget our own right we know and then b we don't even see the ones that god has put in our lives we get so so focused so fixated on what someone else has that we just completely ignore and even forget about the things that we already been blessed with and the things that are coming down the pipeline that we may not even be aware of that we're not even going to get to experience because we're too busy worried about what other people are doing and how they're living their lives i mean it's one thing to be concerned for people it's one thing to be you know i mean inspired you can be inspired by someone else's blessing like okay yeah this is where i want to go this is where i want to where i want to be at in x amount of time but when that becomes your sole focus like man that should be me that should have been me that should have been mine why did they how come they get it how come they deserve it and i don't when you start going down that spiral path going down that real real slippery slope then that's that's when the that's when the ugly comes out and that's when your blessings just stop coming because again you don't even see them anymore you're not even working on yourself you're not living for your purpose you're living for theirs you're living for their reward to their purpose while you're trying to find your own or you've just forsaken your own and that's never going to work out because like back to my earlier point we're all individuals we're all unique individuals at that and what their success looks like 
may be different from yours and how they got to it is definitely going to be different from you from you and trying to replicate it trying to you know seize it for yourself you know whether you literally do what what lauren did and kill alan try to take his stuff or you just try to replicate somebody else to get the results that they have then it's it's just not it's just not going to work because what works for them doesn't isn't going to work for you not necessarily now you some parts of it may uh might that you can you can kind of dissect and take and then apply to your own life but essentially it's it's not going to be the same result it's just not because again we're all unique in our own way we all have our own skill sets we all have our own shortcomings we have our own you know personalities you know different upbringing you know there's so many different factors that can happen uh in the course of our lifetime and i mean honestly to me that makes it all the more special because you get to do something that no one else can possibly do because no one else is you but if you get so blind by the jealous by jealousy and just of the success and all the great things someone else is accomplishing in their lives then you're never going to be able to move forward because you're too busy people watching right instead of moving your feet your eyes are glued to the screen all the time whether you're scrolling you know liking commenting all all these different things but you're not doing anything for yourself right and i want you to really get out of that headspace of just being a consumer change your identity from being a consumer and to be someone who produces something whatever whatever it is right it can be your own your own brand new clothesline or something like that or maybe you make paper airplanes you know really well i don't know you know just just something right something and and show the world your uniqueness and your beauty that that you know that god's giving you because we again we're all our own like I say, every episode, we're all we're all our own main characters in our story, right? And as long as you have breath in your lungs, your story's still going on. So why waste it being a side character in someone else's storyline? Seriously, why be? Why would you willingly be a side character? Why not be the main character, main protagonist, main hero or hero um, heroine in your own story? Yeah, that's how I want to live my life. I want to be someone else's side character because you've seen enough. You know, uh, in this podcast, I talk about anime, but in, in any type of show, if you see enough, if you see enough of the shows, you you understand what happens to side characters. Unless you're the best friend of the main character, then your you know your <laughs> your your lifespan is on is on a ticking on ticking clock. So, um, but yeah, so I just really really want you guys to take charge and be the main characters of your life and so that brings me to the the last character i want to cover in this special episode is mia who was lauren's daughter so mia is like i said earlier she's a, a telekinetic so she she has psychic powers you know more or less and it's kind of funny you know a little tidbit you know ninjas versus who are the agent you know martial arts weapons ninjutsu all that stuff to modern day psychic and, and and robots and stuff like that. It was it was pretty cool to see in 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 the one movie. But um, for Mia, her identity was kind of wrapped up in a, having the sense of belonging. She wanted to feel accepted, and and, and appreciated, but mostly accepted and loved. Uh, at first, it was by her peers. So when she was a child, of course, again, kids can be cruel at times. They were making fun of her because she was different, because she had her powers and things like that, and. And so she was, she was telling her father about it, and that was his. That's when he had his bright idea to use her as a weapon, use her as his golden ticket to, you know, 
shoot to scientific fame and fame and stardom. Um, but Mia was just really just confiding in her father, someone who's supposed to be there to protect her and you know, help her get through these type of things. But instead, he twisted that relationship they had into something that was only benefiting him. And in the process, she she went along with her father's experiment because she wanted that love from him. She wanted to feel essentially needed, essentially to feel needed by him. And and it's just it's it's so it's terrible to honestly think about. I mean, I was just feeling sick just watching when I watched the movie because it was it was just so sad how he's twisting his twisting his words around it. And because she truly believed in him, Mia truly believed in her father that there was some good left in him and that you know he could he could change his ways that he can be better but at every at every point every time he just put his foot in the mouth and lied and just ultimately betrayed her over and over again and constantly using her and um, eventually just how Mia she just became lost in in helping her father she became a shell of well, I can't even say who she was because she she wasn't even old enough to establish who she was yet because she was a child. So she never got the chance to discover who she is and uh, outside of just being this, this weapon for her father to use. And, and that's, that's what her life was up until she met Rika. And, and the sad part is the first time they met is when Mia was helping her father kill Rika's father, you know, against her will. Cause uh, Lauren has this little, um, electro collar that he puts on Mia that allows him to essentially control her, control her powers and things like that. And so back when that all, everything went down, she wasn't in her right mind when essentially she helped kill Rika's father. So, of course, when all this was brought to light, you can best believe Rika wasn't too thrilled, <laughs> uh, especially because before that, her and Mia actually developed a friendship together. And through Rika, Mia was able to start discovering who she was as a person but again when it came to light that mia was the one who helped kill her kill her father rika was you know she was out for blood at that point and you know and but needless to say rika didn't kill mia and then they ultimately worked together to help be lauren but again it was with that meeting with rika that mia began to see that she was more than just her father's puppet she began to realize there's more out there than just doing what he says all the time and just helping him out with his empty promises and empty, you know, just just outside of him just being a terrible father, essentially. Um, and and after after everything's all said and done, you know, they the, the movie's wrapping up and Mia, Rika and then another one of their friends are going on to the next to the next big bad. And. Mia actually she doesn't have that feeling needed to belong anymore because now she belongs somewhere with Rika who's the only friend the only companion she's had her entire life and and of course in conjunction with the other you know androids and things like that but it if she's going from being essentially bullied to being manipulated and used to finally being able to come into her own and have people that surrounds her that cares about her that that in in that short you know in the short span of time that we actually get to see Mia's background and things like that you can see how powerful 
people have, how powerful people are in, in influencing you and influencing your personality and things like that, especially from a young age. And, and that's because I mean, as, as humans, we're all, we're social creatures, right? We actually thrive in community, whether some of us may admit it or not. I know for me, I'm more of a loner most times, but I do enjoy the, the companionship of other people, you know, my family, my friends and things like that. Um, and again, who you surround yourself with is ultimately who you're going to become. All right. Um, I believe the saying is what the, the, you, you're more like the five most people that you spend the most time, time with something like that. And that's why it's important to pick you, you pick people that you associate with very carefully and make sure that they have your best interests out at heart. Doesn't mean that they agree with you all the time is, but they have your best interests and they'll tell you about yourself when you need to be told. But they also uplift you when you need uplifting. You know, they help guide and direct you and not mislead or mistreat you or just use you outright. Like what what Lauren did to Mia. And and that's and so when you surround yourself with some loving people like that who all have the same goal, same or same mindset, I should say not same goal, but same mindset and who are just there to help one another, then they you can you you're you're gonna flourish, they're gonna flourish. And all in all, it's just it's being that type of person, being someone who who can help people, not because they feel obligated to, because they want to, because they genuinely want to see you thrive and to succeed and to help you get past whatever it is that you're facing. And that, I mean, that's the type of person I'm striving to be. You know, I'm not quite there yet, um, but I'm taking it taking it day by day as, as best as I can. And I mean, that's pretty much it. That's all I can do in all, in all honesty. And that's all any of us can do is just to try, you know, put forth the effort and, you know, just bunker down and, and do it. And don't and don't be caught up in what you used to be or what people are telling you that you are. But really dig deep and reflect and really understand who you are and who you've been called to be. Because I mean, go back to the verse and saying, you know, if you're those of us who are in Christ, essentially we're, we're born anew. You know, we're we're a new creation and that's the truth, right? The moment you decide to stop being who you are currently or who you were and you decide to make that change, you decide to go forward and you, you reconcile with yourself and understand the different aspects of your personality, who you are, and you're not so obsessed with what other people are doing, what they might say, what they might think, how successful they are, this, that, and the third, and you're not surrounding yourself with people who only look at you as either like a burden or as a cash cow or whatever it is something that only benefits them then hey you're you'll be sitting pretty you know get around people who have your best interests at heart and you have their best interests at heart you know don't worry about what everybody else is doing and hey you accept you for you because if you don't accept you no one else will and that's you know this this whole episode was the long way of saying that that right there is that you have to accept who you are and who you want to be you have to decide who you want to be and accept that from you know the good the bad and the ugly and just move forward one step at a time day by day and, and breath by breath right as long as you got breath in your lungs and it's not over 
So, man, that's it. Just want to thank you guys again for tuning in to today's episode. I pray that you got what you needed out of it and that you learned something new about yourself and that you just take the time to reflect and to really, really dig deep and find out who you are, who, what's your identity, who who are you and who do you want to be. All right. Uh, feel feel free to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because again I would love read, read to read you guys' comments and it'll help me improve each and every episode so I can get better and better. And always remember, you are the main character of your story, and that story doesn't end until he says so. All right, be blessed.